0: Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. Welcome
1: everybody. It is the 14th of March and it's the 3 p.m. Jerusalem time watch, the afternoon, evening watch. And we are here to welcome family watch but before that I just want to say that uh, I see this week is actually we're going from illness to healing and wholeness which is a lovely way to end this is the last week of of the call to the wall we um, and of course it's culminating in the whole feast of Purim and that's everything happening Wednesday Thursday Friday so I hope you're all going to be part of that especially the I think the the worship is going to be phenomenal for 24 hours so you can come on any time of the day or night and we'll find that there's going to be some lovely worship happening I doubt if many will stay for the full 24 hours but we'll see what happens Anyway, I just want to welcome Holly Hoskins. She's from Ecuador and she's the one who has started the Family Watch and I will pass over to her at this time. Okay, God bless. Thanks, Joe.
2: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody, wherever you are. Um, so glad that you're joining us today. I'm just going to open in some prayer and then we'll, we'll start with worship. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this amazing group of people that are gathered here today as we focus on deliverance and reconciliation to you. I ask you, Holy Spirit, that you would be so present with each of us this morning, that you would speak clearly to us about what is on your heart, that you would come in power and transformation with all that we have in our hearts for our families, and that you would just use this time for your purpose and for your glory. And I pray this all in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. So we're going to do something a little bit different for worship this morning. As opposed to a song, we're going to do some worship as thanksgiving and appreciation to the Lord. So I'm going to give you some instructions for what to do, but just bear with me a moment while I share my screen. Just a minute. Okay, so what I'm going to ask you to do is I'm going to ask you to think of a memory that brings you joy, a memory that currently does not include a God encounter. So it could be a beautiful moment in nature, maybe the birth of a child, a family or community event, an exciting experience like skydiving or summiting a mountain, anything that brings you only joy. So to give you a minute to think about this, I'm going to give you an example. So I am so lucky to live in a country like Ecuador that is it's just gorgeous and outside of Ecuador, surrounded by mountains, very volcanic region. And I'm extra blessed to have a very dear friend who has a ranch out in the countryside and we get to go on long trail rides up in the hills. And so this is a memory I have of just God's incredible beauty and not just the beauty of the hills around, but just the getting to sit with my friend and enjoy a picnic and watch the horses eat and relax and enjoy and show their unique personality. So this is a a memory that I can go back to, to enjoy God's creation. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna ask you to close your eyes and get into this memory that you chose. I'm gonna play some relaxing music to help. And I'm gonna give you some instructions. So close your eyes and enter into this memory. Immerse yourself into it. What do you see in it? What do you feel in it? What do you hear? What do you smell? What's the weather like? Do you feel the sun on your skin? Maybe it's windy. Who is there with you? What thoughts and emotions are you having? Just take a minute and immerse yourself in this memory. Now I want you to invite Jesus to join you in this memory. You can say something like, Jesus, I know you were always with me. I invite you into this memory to enjoy it with me. Help me to perceive your presence. Imagine him as creator and the delight he takes in his creation. As you're inviting him in, pay attention to his location. Where is he in your memory? What's he doing? What do you think he's feeling? If you're not able to perceive his presence, that's okay. We know by faith he is always with us. Now, in an interactive way with him, I want you to turn to him and thank him for this memory. Just spend time thanking him and telling him how grateful you are that you got to experience this and are now getting to experience it with him. Finally, ask Him if there's anything He would like to tell you. We're just going to take a minute at the end here and hear from the Lord. And as we come back together, just thank him one more time. Yes, Lord, thank you that you are always with us, that you are always present. Thank you for your beautiful creation and the opportunity we have to enjoy it. Thank you for being such a patient and glorious and mighty Savior. Thank you for this experience that we get to have with you. In your name, Jesus, amen. All right. So this is just a, another way of, of worshiping the Lord. I love finding new memories that don't currently include Jesus. Just it often changes the whole experience for me to have him there. And it's a great way just to get to soften our hearts and and be ready to hear from him is i just want to take a minute if anybody heard something that they wanted to share or something that experienced that they wanted to share before we get started you can just unmute yourself
0: yesterday i went down to see the mother of my son's girlfriend and she's got cancer. She's on, she came home from the hospital the day before. So they don't expect her to live. But we, In our visit, in this most beautiful place by the window with flowers all around, and she's got a glow about her. Even though the cancer is raging, she's got a glow about her. And there was peace. We didn't have much time, but we saw her. Got some relationships. And then in that time... And sharing my memory. And the Lord was there in my memory too. Actually, so many different things that he had that showed that he was there. But in in talk, sharing, just thank you in in this time that said it's going to be all right. And that because of that, there's many are going to come to the Lord. And we know he does. God uses all things for good. And those who love him are called according to his purpose. So I receive it.
2: Thanks, Claire. That's beautiful. Anybody
3: else? Share a memory that I got. A friend bought me a belated a birthday gift as a, and it was a trip to see the wildflowers in Western Australia. And I don't know if you've ever heard about them, but they're absolutely magnificent in spring. And I'd never been on it before. Though I come from the country, I've never seen that part of the country. So I remember I could visualize some of the areas that I went with this friend, and we were on a busload. But the thing that kind of stuck out to me, which I'd never seen before, I've seen different wildflowers, was a, a wildflower in a reef, like a reef, but all these magnificent colours and framework of them, and and they just what they do is the shire councils grade the road so it goes straight back to a gravel road, and then these wildflowers just come out of nowhere, and they just layered all like there's lines of them all along the road and i felt when jesus with me i felt like just as the joy it's brought to me it's brought it to others as well and whilst wreaths quite often represent a person's life that's past and and others that that wreath represented the joy that he can bring to us through his life and to others so that's what i felt glory to god thank you
2: Alison.
3: Yeah, just bringing me to trees thinking about it. (laughs) But they were magnificent. You just can't describe them. So perhaps if you Google wreath flowers, I don't know what the botanical name is, but you'll probably see what they look like.
2: Great, thank you. Maybe you could put a link in the chat if you find something. This is the um, second time that we have done the family watch, and I just want to go over the vision of it, and then we'll get into the, the focus for today, which is going to be on deliverance. So I'm going to share my screen again. First of all, repentance for how we have not placed right priorities on our family relationships and just coming to the right place of humility before the Lord. Praying for reconciliation, unity, and restoration in the midst of family division That we would not be simply enduring the battles we're in and our families, but that we would be lights shining in the darkness as we're growing in humility and intimacy with the Lord. This would include surrendering our families to the Lord and keeping eternity in mind as we live sacrificially for others, which can be very difficult in these situations. And so just being intentional about that. Also a time for encouraging each other as we're in painful, those of us who are in painful situations like difficult or broken marriages, illness or loss, wayward children, unsaved family members. There are so many testimonies that I know people in this room have that could encourage us and also just time to prayer, time for prayer in small groups. But ultimately, I would like it to be a call to household prayer that will start fires in households, reaching up to heaven and spreading on the earth for the sake of his kingdom and in preparation for his return i feel like the lord has really placed on my heart that this is key that in thinking about corporate prayer and talking about corporate prayer that it needs to be starting in our houses i just he's given me such a beautiful image of families sitting around um, breaking bread and sharing communion and confessing and praying and the power that has for his kingdom And it's the ultimate thing that I would love to see in my family. And so praying for those things as well. But I also wanted to just give you a little bit of a background of what, how I felt the the Lord led me to want to do this to begin with. Many months ago, the Lord put it on my heart that I need to be praying for families with other people, not just me isolated, praying my family and for the prayer requests that I had gotten from other people for their families. And so originally, I thought it would just be women praying for marriages. Um, But the Lord kept telling me, no, you don't quite have it. That's not what I'm saying. And then as I was reading Matthew 10, where he said, where Jesus said, do not think that I have come to bring peace on the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a person's enemies will be those of his own household. And this really, like I've read this verse lots of times before, but this time it really upset me. I I was like, Lord, why are you asking me to pray for families if you're going to come and bring division and a sword? And I know that's not what he was saying but I was really upset and it, to a point like pricked in my spirit that I didn't understand. And so I was asking him, please give me insight. When this happens to me, when I read something that upsets me, it just draws me into him and wanting me to understand and led me to fast and pray and really look into his heart for this. And he he brought me to what he was quoting here. So he was quoting Micah 7. And, and I've, I've learned that As I go and look at what Jesus is quoting in the Old Testament when he does that, to not just look at what he quotes, but look at the context and what's around what he quotes. And so when I went to Micah 7, where he quoted this, um, I was taken aback by the first part in 4b, where it says, The day of your watchmen, of your punishment, has come. Now their confusion is at hand. Put no trust in a neighbor. Have no confidence in a friend. Guard the doors of your mouth from her who lies in your arms. For the son treats the father with contempt. The daughter rises up against her mother. The daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the men of his own house. So Jesus was quoting verse six in Matthew. But when I saw the watchman, I felt like he was leading me on a path. And in my Bible, the cross reference for watchman took me to Ezekiel 33, where I said, son of man, speak to your people and say to them, If I bring the sword upon the land and the people of the land take a man from among them and make them their watchmen, and if he sees the sword coming upon the land and blows the trumpet and warns the people, and I felt like Jesus is putting this all together for me, that the prick in my spirit was a warning, that this was a warning, that the division that we're seeing in our families, the, the wayward children, the lost family members, the broken marriages, that it was a warning and we're supposed to be praying into it. We were supposed to be not just accepting it, that this is just what's gonna happen, but that we have the authority and the, the command as watchmen to be warning and praying into it. So as I was being led down this path and praying about it and asking for more revelation, I think it was during the rend of the heavens on the Ukraine watch where Katya talking about 1 Samuel 23 and how God had warned David that Saul was gonna come to where he was in Kayla and that the Kayla people were gonna give him up. So so David left and what God had said would happen, didn't happen. And I felt like God just spoke to me so clearly then. This is not what's gonna happen. You need to be praying about this and you need to talk to Sue about starting a family watch. And I didn't know Sue at the time. And I was like, God, I don't know. What are you talking about? And so anyways, after talking about it with several people and sharing it, I, I shared what I wanted to do and and she agreed. And then just a few, a little bit later, I was reading a book by Dr. Michael Heiser and he expounded first Samuel 23, the exact same way. And what he says is that God's foreknowledge about what can happen does not mean that it's predestined to happen. And that, we do have the warning and we need to be praying into it. And in this particular watch, it's about the families and about praying for reconciliation and hope. So as I continue to think about it, I was really drawn to some other scriptures. And so for this watch, my prayer for us is that we would be inviting the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God the living and active word of God, sharper than any two-edged sword, that it would be piercing to the division of our souls and spirits of our joints and marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of our hearts, that it would not be bringing division into our households, but in the piercing of our own hearts, that in dying to ourselves, we would seek to bring reconciliation and hope to our families. We must not just give the message. We need to live the message. I pray that it would be evident to all that we count all as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus our Lord. It must start with us. We must become like Christ in his death, sharing in his sufferings, that by any means possible, we may attain to the resurrection from the dead. So I feel like the sword that I was like so pricked by it really needs to be piercing my own heart. And as I'm preaching to my family or not preaching, but as I'm trying to share with my family, because I'm the only believer in my household, that if I'm not living the message, how can I be giving it to them? If I'm not intimate with the Lord and full of joy in his presence and willing to love others and sacrifice for others, how are they going to hear me? And so I was, this has been my path and. Wanting to start this watch. And I know we all have very many different situations and just want to come with fear and trembling before the Lord and all of our situations as we seek to bring this hope and reconciliation in our families. And as I was thinking about the theme for this week, as um, our last week in um, is called the wall and the book of Esther, I was really struck by many of the parallels that happen with Queen Esther. And so I just wanted to name a few of them. So Esther, we are a bride and we have a king that delights in us and chose us for his own. And I'm wondering if Mordecai called Esther to her calling in the position that she was in, the very unique position that she was in, if we are also willing to call our family members to live out their purpose for God for such a time as this, as we notice their positions and their giftings. Like Esther, we also have our own people that need to be delivered from the destruction decreed over them by the enemy. Any of you guys who have lost family members or children know how devastating it can be to watch that. And there has been a decree, I believe a decree of destruction over them. And we need to be praying into that and humbling ourselves. So Esther, are we coming before our King with fear and trembling, with fasting and prayer, asking for this deliverance? Are we being serious about the end result? Are we keeping eternity in mind as we're thinking about our family? And Esther, are we willing to die to ourselves to intercede for the deliverance of our people? Because she said, if I perish, she put everything on the line. And we saw what happened, how God used that. And there was deliverance for the Jews. And I pray there will be so much deliverance in our situations as well. So today, as we're thinking about these things, We started with coming into the presence of the Lord with thanksgiving, and I'm going to invite us to go back to that as we ask the Lord how we can be praying for our particular situations. So if you have something to write with, it might be useful to to write some things down. We are going to go in breakout rooms. I know for some people that can be um, a challenge because not everybody's able to participate with video and and voice. But I do ask you, even if you can't, to to stay on the line and, and ask the Lord these questions. And then we're going to go to breakout rooms and have some time to pray intentionally into our situations in smaller groups so everybody can have a chance to be praying. So I have three questions that um, we're going to take some time. It, it's probably a good idea for you to close your eyes again, because I can ask you, I'll be asking out loud, but again, writing down what you're hearing from the Lord. And it's also, if you want to go back to the place you were at the beginning to your memory of joy, as you're speaking to the Lord, if you're, if you're experiencing his presence there, I would highly encourage that as well. So we're going to take a little bit of time after each question to give you um, a moment to hear from him. So the first question, ask the Lord, is there anything that you need to die to, to surrender to him? Is there anything in your heart that he wants to reveal to you in regards to a prayer request that you have for a family situation? Because we are focusing on family deliverance today. So take a moment and ask him that. Ask the Lord now, what is his heart for a family member or a situation that needs deliverance? Now, this could be a person. It could be a relationship. Maybe there's a broken marriage. Maybe there's a, just a, a hurt relationship. Maybe it's an illness or a loss. Ask the Lord for whatever it is that you're thinking about. What is his heart for this? And finally, ask the Lord if there's anything hindering this prayer from being answered. Okay, I want you to think about what is something you can do this week to address what the Lord has shown you. Something practical, a response. This is in response to what the Lord is telling us. And then take a minute to pray for each other. Hi, everyone. I don't know about you guys. We didn't have quite enough time to finish. I hope that you got some. (laughs) I know you did. And we still didn't. I know that this, this is something that is very personal to all of us. So we have lots of things to share and pray into. And I hope that we have some prayer points and feel some power in the Lord and his heart for these things and some intentionality of maybe some specific things we need to be praying um, about that are hindering um, deliverance that we didn't know before. But Because we are four minutes to the top of the hour, we don't have time to share how it went because we do have another watch starting right at nine. So I do just want to take a minute to um, break bread, do the communion and, and close in prayer. So if you have your elements. Jesus, I'm just, I'm so amazed at what you have done. Just like on my DBS with my family last night, we were talking about how much you suffered for us. How you were truly broken for us, so that we can be reconciled to God, and Lord, I ask for that reconciliation today, for that deliverance that that we all have on our hearts for our families. I do. I ask and I pray that we will be breaking this bread around a table for all of those people we were praying about at some point, Lord. That we would be doing this in remembrance of you until you return. Jesus, that we would be depending on you and leaning into you as we wait for you. And so, with this bread that you have broken, we do this today in remembrance of you. So, let's take the bread. And Lord, I bless this cup that is your blood of the new covenant. It is the blood that you poured out for many. It is the blood that saves us and reconciles us all. And I just I pray that as we drink this cup, we would be unified as a family on the global watch, that we would be standing for each other, and that we would be standing for our families. So let's drink the cup in the name of Jesus for reconciliation all to God. Thank you. Heavenly Father, thank you for this time of prayer and repentance and leaning in on you and enjoying your presence and just knowing you more and hearing you more clearly. As we go out from this watch, I pray that we would continue to hear from you and pray intentionally for our families, that we would be altars that shine up into heaven and spread out on all the the earth in preparation for your return. Jesus and Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you. 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 Alright, so as Fred says, let's unmute ourselves. Thank you so much. Blessings to Sarah. Thank I'm- you.